Yes. <laughs> Where's your video? Boom. There you Why go. Why can't turn it this way? Why I gotta be? There you go. Damn. You know. Look out. You got the back. Damn, I gotta get the background. <laughs> I did. Like, that was a flyer uh, software. I just made that. Oh. I, I I did try to pay for. It. I'm like this took. I'm look. I'm pointing behind me. Nothing there. This right. is. <laughs> but it looks like you pointing at, like you know where you. Pointing. Is that you like it? That this is the most yeah. ghetto thrown together. Listen, girl. We are learning. This is the new digital world. We are the start of the new world. Especially you know, I started recording, but I don't okay. let April in. Any any entertainer who claimed to be technology stupid, you better you better learn how to. Uh -huh. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You got old people right now sitting up there editing videos. <laughs> and then April. Hi, how are hey, you? April. Aprilina. I wouldn't Hi. even I wouldn't even try to pronounce Macy and the rest of it, girl. No, it's foolish. Machechek. Machechek? Machechek. It sounds think... like my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your face? You can't see my face? Hold on. No. Hold on, hold on. Dina. Dina. Yeah. April. Yeah. I feel like you I feel like you took that last name for the joke of it too. That that <laughs> no, was the last, the first turn on. Last but not least is Ida. Ida. <laughs> I'm gonna go to my Ida. grave calling her both and never really knowing which one is the correct one. Ida switches. Ida, when I met her, she's like, she told me in private, Jackie, you can call me Ada or Ida, I don't care. Ah. And then years later, she's like, who, why you keep, you know, it's not Ada. And I'm like, I thought we had an agreement. <laughs> when my grandmother passed away. Oh, where's your face? I need your face. I don't know why it's doing that. She's the one that told me stop letting um stop letting these American people call you what they want to call you. That's not your name. But I grew Amen. up in the hood, and she was like, and, and furthermore, that's my name. Oh. So make sure that you tell people to say my name correctly. So you so said I, so I am just a plain old gringo to you. <laughs> right. So, but I grew no, it, I grew up my whole life black people calling me Ada because black American people. Ah. Because in uh in the black community, Ada B. Wells, Ada is a very popular name as well. Yeah. All right. But I Ida. Ida. They were like, Girl, how you get to be Ida with that big ass A in the front? Because <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican, we do what we want. Okay. <laughs> just just so you ladies know, Tammy had to pull out last minute with uh work stuff. And I started recording when I when Shantae joined. So we are we're not live. I ain't got nothing to prove. I'll I'll eventually get live when I get you know when I figure out what I'm doing with my life. So okay. it's just recorded. I posted on YouTube afterwards. So thank you, Gina, for joining. And I'm surprised you you look so clean and clear headed with a brand new baby. Right. Congratulations. Aww. Thank you so much. I mean, y'all about to hear him. I can hear him from here. Y'all can't hear him yet, but y'all about to hear him. 
I was like, yeah. you've been pregnant for a long. You remind me when, when Mariah Carey was pregnant. Yeah, she was pregnant like, for a like long three years, ass right? time. <laughs> How long is she gonna be pregnant for? Yeah, I was like, this is month eleven, Mariah. We get it. You're the greatest. <laughs> I said these were made in the lab. Uh, Gina had a real baby. <laughs> Those babies were made in the lab. <laughs> And Gina looks fresh like that because she got a man. She ain't no single mother. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Who you think is chilling with the baby right now? If not, the right. baby would be part of this Zoom call right yeah. now. As long as Yo, you Gina call, came in thug. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't come in talking about my, my, my pet peeve or when fathers are like, yeah, I'm babysitting. I was like, do you not know the difference between babysitting? <laughs> And that's my and kid in the other room. And yeah. He'll go to jail if he dies. <laughs> it's called fatherhood. That's yeah. Uh, but men still do that. Men are still very much like, I'm babysitting tonight. I can't make it out. Uh, did you borrow somebody else's kid? Because you're not babysitting a goddamn thing. <laughs> Who's anyway, wanting your kids if you're babysitting? Exactly. April in the hair. Always beautiful. Oh, yeah. I, her, I got a color today. I came over I, for I, a I, I got I a color. I have a Caucasian uh, red-headed white girl fetish. That every uh, every Caucasian female friend I have with reddish hair, I always talk them into being like, "Don't be a pussy. You're gonna go red. You go red." <laughs> she got the Disney look. She yeah. look, you look uh, like a Disney yeah. character. The car the hair. I curled this for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you. This for special. you. you know, if I had my uh, if I had my druthers, I would open up this episode of Relatable with Jackie. Thank you guys for. Uh, subscribing and watching watch all the episodes i realized that i need to change it up a little bit instead of just being the same panel i want to talk to everyone if i could keep it down to just females i would but at some point i'm gonna have to let you know the yeah. boys in i don't want to if i had it my way i would only deal with them when it was time to you know deal with them otherwise anyway because I would lead it, I would open up this whole thing with, so what do you guys think of all the sexual allegation with the straight white males in Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> and they all slowly have a heart attack as they go over their entire sexual history. Because right. <laughs> I, like, so what about it? It's Monday. Like, right. <laughs> everybody else is now finding out about it? Oh, okay. You know what I, in my, in one of my text groups, I was, I had a, uh, not a revelation. It's not smart by any means, but I was like, and I had to make sure I thought about it. And if I said it out loud, it didn't sound like I was pro something, but usually when a guy, when a superstar gets really, 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 really beyond famous, beyond famous and beyond rich, they start to go from a legal wild lifestyle to an illegal wild lifestyle. But these guys are usually not, but, and these guys are superstars. They have all this all these accolades they deserve, awards, history in the business. And one of the, the comics who texted back was like, well, Jackie, we have lowered the bar. Because now straight men who have nothing oh. to show for it, like they have, you know, a couple of men and they, they have, what happened? Is April frozen? She looks beautiful. Oh, April. Yeah, you're frozen. frozen. I'm like, you we hear oh, echo. Perfect Disney hair position. Um, <laughs> that is a it's very like, convenient frozen look. Uh, it's like she just pat, pressed pause on it. It was like, oh, am I frozen? <laughs> She's praying freeze tag. She's doing an amazing job. Right. April, right. can you hear us? Log off and log back on. She'll figure it out. 
Yeah, I was saying yeah. the guys back in the day, the way a white man ruined his career, he was already he was a legend already. Whether you're a, a fan of Charlie Sheen or not, you know, to have the talent that he has and drugs and God, you know, unfortunately diseases and and uh, being sick and hooking and hoeing and stuff. <clears throat> and then he had the number one sitcom in the world for years and then another sitcom. Like someone on that level, you understand them making dumb decisions and mm -hmm. fucking up their whole career. But the ones who do it now, they have, they're moderately talented and they're just like, I'm gonna throw all this shit away and I have nothing to show for it behind me. I, yeah. I feel like, oh. What? I, I was gonna say, I feel like, um, uh, <laughs> sorry, I don't. Uh, I, I I feel like uh, people are 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 good are accepting get get rich right now. Mm -hmm. Like they know time is passing, and so everything is everything is fast moving. You in and you out for for the most part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you you get on to what you can, and and live that up. But right now, people. The, the social media is what's making everybody's business more aware more and what's making people po more famous and stuff. Hi, April. Hey, we got Sorry, my, my internet connection in Malibu is dog shit. It's a pile <laughs> of dog shit. <laughs> well, you gotta, you, you gotta choose one. You can't be in Malibu and have sharp Wi-Fi. That's greedy, no, man. No, no, no. Oh, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> I can, and you pick one. Took me a minute to figure Pick it out. Pick a win. You can't have both. Yeah, you can't have both. Pick a win. You can't have both. <laughs> what uh, what uh, Shantae was uh, commenting on my thinking last night about the level of what we consider superstars that ruin their, their career, like Charlie Sheen, been in it for a long time, top TV show, and then drugs, partying, brought him down. But he had a legacy. But the guys who ruin their careers now, they have nothing to show for it. Like, there's no bar anymore so yeah. they've always been gross they've just kind of been waiting to be gross it wasn't the fame that that brought out the gross in these guys they've always been animals but <laughs> the fame enables the grossness to come to them quicker like all yeah. of their all of their needs all of their and the power that they have and nobody questions yeah. it yeah. nobody questions their power nobody you know if they make somebody feel uncomfortable it's it's not even spoken about because of where they're at in the industry. Right. The problem right. is, I think you're right, Jackie. It is happening. It's happening to people that are only like halfway there, and it's yeah. like so rushing the fame that they rush that kind of ego too. That ego comes with when you rush it. Like that's why I feel like everybody on this panel, we've been in the game for a minute. Mm -hmm. Everything that we got was we worked hard for and we earned. Yeah. And so in our minds, it's like, why would we mess that up? But if you're somebody who's speeding through the process, <clears throat> want to do is take, 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 and take. Yeah. And that's what messes you up is you get used to that being the thing. You don't realize that as much as quickly as you rise to fame, you can fall off real quick. Sorry. Go ahead, April. Go ahead. I was just going to say, don't you also think as women, you don't have that level of entitlement anyway? Like I never, I, I, you would never feel that way. <laughs> just that take, 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 take. I feel like there's very few women that yeah. have, that I know that have that in them. There's some what? of them. There's some of them. I, yeah, listen, there's a few of them that shall remain nameless until we pop off the Zoom real there. quick. We have to embrace, we have to brush shoulders with them. Yeah. But I, People are tired of the words, like they don't want to hear privilege, but that's the epitome of what privilege is. 
is a bunch of people who are accustomed to behaving the way that they're behaving without consequences. And now it doesn't matter if they're mediocre or exceptional, they still are basking in privilege, which is why they think they can. If you're mediocre, you think you can get away with it because you have privilege. And if you're exceptional, you think you can get away with it because you have privilege. The problem is that social media has balanced the floor, sometimes to the other way a little, tilted a little way too much. But the public is getting to judge now, whereas the industry used to be able to sweep that shit under the rug and, and hide it. Now people have camera phones, they're recording. I mean, Donald Trump's sister's audio dropped of her saying that he is as dumb as a sack right. of rocks. Right. Like, there's no, you can't trust anybody anymore, right? right. So if you want to fuck little girls, if you want to fuck little boys, if you want to try to rape women, you got to be beware because now everybody's watching. And so that's mm. what's happening. They will continue to do the shit if they weren't getting caught. If there was no 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 camera phones, none of these people would get in trouble. Mm-hmm. The people who are acting to get rid of them now have to because now they're subject to the court of public opinion. If yeah. they didn't have to do that, nobody would they get in trouble. They wouldn't, right. You know because there's a level of admiration too like the guys that are fucking 16 17 year old girls i don't think the majority of men don't see a lot wrong with that it's yeah. something they would do too if they had the exact same access to those women every guy friend i know that found out about like a story where a guy allegedly hooked up with a younger girl they're like well how old was she and i'm like yeah. Yeah. I, I have several memories if i dig up old memories i remember being in conversations amongst guys and talking about a girl who they were like well was she 17 dog or did you you know they were trying to they were all helping each other yeah not get in trouble you remember not- emotionally like what you were like at 17 you can't tell me you're not preying on that person when that person's not emotionally developed yet yeah no but that's an indicator of where they are mentally because yeah. people like us are considered a problem right they'll be like she's bitter or she's angry or she's she's damaged but i'm just i'm a reflection of you motherfucker so are you you rather go play romper room with somebody who's going to make you feel better about yourself because you can't deal with the grown-up room that's not because you're hot or that girl might need shelter she might need rent you know like you got when you look at it you seldom see somebody who's 16 dating a 35 year old man because they think he's sexy. They they got a daddy complex. They need a yeah. place to stay. You know what I mean? It's not it's not like she thinks you're, oh my God, he stimulates my brain. Your mm-hmm. cerebral cortex ain't fully developed. Like yeah. you don't yeah. even working through some dad issues at 21. <laughs> I yeah. had a I dated a guy who was like uh, two years older yeah. than my parents, but I was a sad sack. Like I, I I was just looking for comfort at that age. It's like nobody wants some rancid old man. <laughs> That was funny. I was I was 14 years old when I had my first man show interest in me, and he was 18. And you know, and he I, I remember his name was Andre. He was from Trinidad. Fucking beautiful guy. But everything he did in my eyes was just like, oh, you know, I, he, I was in a trance. Yeah. And he was a football star at his school, and he didn't want them. And I, I probably had these same titties at 14. I don't even remember. <laughs> but he was attracted. But you know, he attracted to the whole Caribbean thing. And I remember when he wanted to have sex. I he took that was when the name belt was was hot and popping. Remember the name belt? They tried to bring it back, but we remember the original. And I remember I pulled out 
and, and only said no because I heard his name bell fall off of his belt buckle onto the hard floor. And I was like, oh, he's going. But I was like, but if that, yeah. didn't, if that, if that didn't jar me, yeah. I would have given in just because I was just so enamored with a, a, mm-hmm. a man paying attention to me. But that is common. Like I remember a few mm. months ago, I was in Manhattan in a Starbucks, Starbucks drinking coffee in, in the window seat. And girls in their two school uniforms walking by and these dudes packing a truck. They all stopped packing the truck to watch the schoolgirls continue to walk down the street. And I remember, I was like, I want to call the police. Nothing has happened. But the sexualization of girls who you know are underage is a part of life, unfortunately. It's not so much uh, frowned upon outside of America, unfortunately. It's still wrong, but I know it's more common. In America, we make it a crime. Outside of America, they're like, just, you know, mind your business. And that's- I've dated- Propelling them off of us. Because I remember we get used to repelling. We become indoctrinated to fight men off from the, a very young age. It wow. don't even, it ain't even like real to us. But to us, it's like Wednesday. It's like, oh yeah, there's the pervert down the street. There's the man yeah. who delivers the mail. Yeah. Like you, you just, it's like a video game. You just be like walking around like pow, pow. <laughs> I, when I was 14 years old, the security guard at my school was it, into me. And he used to, all the kids used to have to walk around this other section and he used to open this gate for me. I, I thought, oh, he's opening the gate for me. He got fired from my school because he shot at one of the students, right? Uh. Ended up going to work at another school and got fired because he got a girl pregnant at the school. Uh. But that, he was, and he was like 35 years old. Like, but uh. he, I was like, you, I, I was just used to just like doing that the whole, all day long. You just, once you get developed breasts as a girl, you just already, you can already start see the eyes. You, you, you eye. automatically, yeah. that autom- it takes years, but you start to, it's ingrained in you. Don't go down that block between these hours because so-and-so take his dick out, dick out on the porch. Mm. Don't go down that block because, you know, the pervert is a cashier there. Like you spend your whole life yeah. putting this yeah. in your head. And then I've when you- it. yeah. It's true. Like if I see a group of guys, I'm like, I'm going to go the other way. Yeah. Because I don't feel safe. Like exactly. to this day as a grown woman, I've seen it's, four it's men a- jerk off in public. So once was I, I was walking to the improv and a guy cut me off cat a corner and I was like just on my way to an open mic early in my career. And then he like lifted his pelvis. Once I was, it was Easter and I was carrying a pie. I dropped my pie because I saw an old man jerking off behind an elderly person's home. And then once was in high school, just, just driving down the highway, man jerking. And mm-hmm. it's pretty startling. I- I have, when, when all of these things became more in the forefront and I was living in LA, I had jokes about how all of a sudden, we well, know that we're on the Louis CK thing. And one of my jokes was about how coming from New York and taking the train everywhere, I have seen well over 10 dicks before yeah. I realized that they could actually be your friend. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, I, and the amount of men that I have had jerk off, whether I was the reason or not, only once in California, but well over 10 times in Manhattan and on the train. And either the train is packed or it's just me and him. Yeah. And it became a part of my understanding. Like, so I know it's wrong, but men do this once in a while, don't they? And the older I got, the more they're like, you're not supposed to. I'm like, I thought every now and then. <laughs> and you meet a non scummy guy just, who's like, you know. Got not- and figured, I just got to take care of this right here. Until <laughs> yeah, you realize that's a crime. <laughs> Oh, and the fucked up part about it is that they teach us to dodge the dicks, 
but they don't teach them to put, keep their dicks in their pants. Like, there's nobody saying, hey, man. I mean, I told my son, like, don't. And, and I know Omar thinks I'm crazy because I was like, you ever pulled your dick out on somebody? And he was like, why would you ask me that, mom? I was like, I just want to know. I, you know it's not okay to just pull out your dick on somebody. But I, as ridiculous as it sounds, yeah. if, a, if some more people did that, maybe some people wouldn't be going around pulling their, you know. And he told me, going in the TV show, I didn't know. Omar said, I don't know. I never told you this, but my son is really smart. He said, I have consent forms, mom, that I used to use when, because he's in a relationship now, but he was like, if somebody was trying to get down, they had to sign the consent forms. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I my man has a joke about that where he's like, we're like, you got to get shit. You got to shit. If it was back in the day with these kind of rules now that have always should have been in place, they got to get signed a contract, have it notarized. It's a joke, but it's like, when your son actually has that? He did it in school. He said that he always, he said, I, he said, he's always thought about, it's bad because my kids think about how the trauma is going to affect me because I have such a fucked up life. So he was like, I'm never going to be the reason why the cops are going to knock on your door talking yeah. about Omar did this. So he said, he just thought about it because he went to a high school that was hypersexual. He went to one of those white schools where all the kids were privileged and everybody was having sex. And he was like, all it takes is one girl to regret having sex with and now I don't I don't want to be on the side of that. So he had consent forms printed up. All of this yeah. was happening underneath my nose and I didn't even know. It. I didn't even know he was having sex. Can he email yeah. me a PDF copy? I want to see that too. Yeah. <laughs> you such and such. He said Shantae advised him on doing it. Well, you know, uh really? I do feel like uh <laughs> it is something I would say though. Oh my like, what I is think, it? I want to hear what I think what that's brilliant. Like? Yeah. It's it's brilliant because, you know, as we talk about, you know, uh men and and I get it because I've, you know, I was going to tell the story of of working at this restaurant and I remember one this uh dude, this white dude, older guy used to come in and this is when I was in high school. He used to come in faithfully every day, same time, order the same thing. Slice of pizza, small coat. And then tip me a, a lot. So like literally his food was like three, four dollars <laughs> and I would get like a $20 tip or something like that, you know? So he would just come, watch me, never talked, just knew what he wanted. Um, and then I remember a guy two doors down from where I worked, uh, same place, coming in and telling me he wanted to do a photo shoot with me. And I got there and I remember walking in and I, I like took a break from work, but I walked in and started off as a shoot and I go, where's your, your wife and your child? And he goes, oh, they're on their way. And five minutes in, he was telling me to take off my clothes and try on these panties. And I left. I was lucky to be able to get out the way I did because we were gearing to go towards an upstairs room. And I just felt something told me to get the hell out of there. Even though I already felt uncomfortable, I went. Um, I say that to say, uh, as we talk about what they do, I still think it's important to know that there's a lot of women out here too who's doing stuff that's not helping. And I think men, with men seeing this and you allowing people to get away with stuff is what allows them, helps and allowing them to do stuff too, continue to do stuff. Mm -hmm. And that goes for, you know, as much as I love WAP, 
I my ass shakes every time that song comes on. But you go to these clubs and you see these girls wilding out and and showing their stuff or trying to get in the back uh, VIP, uh, showing their tits and just it's crazy how some women don't appreciate themselves and value themselves. And that could still come from a traumatic place. But it's like, what's the solution to help this cycle break? Yeah, and there's a, a constant cycle of should the women be held responsible in any way, shape, or form in terms of how they act or what they wear? I know, but that's always a question that comes up. Because I've had men, ignorant men in my life, around my age, a lot of them, one guy said, well, then she wonders why she gets raped. That's something I've grown oh. up hearing a lot. Rape, so though, I... I I'm so sorry, Jackie, because I don't want that to go into I was saying it's okay. No, no, no. For no. that, not at all. I'm just saying that we do have to be accountable mm -hmm. for certain stuff. This is outside of rape. No means oh, no. Yeah. Any, any inappropriate behavior, whether it's all the way to rape or assault, any anything that involves anything intimate, you know, then you got, but either you were shaking your head. Go ahead. No, it's just, um, look, I have a daughter and I have a son. And, you know, like when you talk about Rihanna and Chris Brown, Chris Brown is the devil and Rihanna. Just like I tell my son to keep his hands to himself, I tell my daughter to keep her hands to herself too. Yeah. Like I, I don't I do not do the double standards, right? I mean, you should be able to walk down the street in, a, in your fucking thong and not get raped. But the reality of it is, is that's not the case. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, rape is not an, a sexual act. Rape is a, an act of power. So yeah. A lot of times when people bring up those arguments that, you know, it's not a, it's not because somebody's horny that they're raping you it's because they got a, a, a problem with trying to dominate women and they they have a power issue but you know i think when we talk about why i come i will come under fire just like you shante because i think that when we have those conversations now we can't right like white feminism has infiltrated a group of young women that are not Black and brown girls are getting human trafficked at an alarming rate. So we feed the narrative sometimes. When I saw that girl online saying that she got a pussy and she's like, this WAP is how I pay my bills yeah. out of pussy. And yo, you, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. I was like, it's her prerogative to do that. You know, because I, I think if you want to do sex work, you can. What makes me sad is when those people feel like that's the only thing they can do because they don't have nothing else to offer. Whereas if you want, you know, your pussy belongs to you and you do whatever you want with it. But it's a beautiful thing to know that you have the power and the intelligence to do whatever you want to do. Absolutely. That's not what they think. They think that's their only way out. And that, and that makes me sad because it does feed the human trafficking thing. That shit is real. They are really, they were trying to kidnap a 56 year old white woman in Florida. She went on Facebook and she said, for those of you who keep saying that human trafficking is only for young people, mm -hmm. they were trying to snatch me in a van. And she said, because people have fetishes. So mm -hmm. they will, some people want to have sex with older women. And unfortunately, it's gotten out of hand. Mm -hmm. I was going to just say real quick, also on top of that, we need censorship. So it's okay for you to be able to show and be whatever you want. But the fact that if my niece had Instagram, she can go find that chick talking about her wood ass pussy and all yeah. this stuff is what's scary. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Versus like you do what you do, but how I, I need <laughs> to be able to block that. Yeah. yeah, because when you're talking about when you talk about that stuff, it's 
we we're grown. We can do whatever right. we want with it. But but what we don't realize is that remember when you were young, all you wanted to be was grown. So who do you think young people are watching? They're watching grown people. So they're watching mm-hmm. us doing grown people things and it's in their heads like, oh, that stuff is cool. That's what I want to be doing, even if they don't understand it. Yeah. You know, a lot of the conversations that need to be had are are about subjects like this where it's like we're showing them this and then they catch on to it and all they want to do is emulate the adults in their lives or the adults that are famous or the adults, yeah. that, are this, adults that are that. Between that and I do feel like part of the issue, you know, is a lot of women feeling like they can't say anything. It's not that it would literally ruin you because somebody could tell you, I'll get you blacklisted, I'll ruin you, whatever. Those words were never spoken to me, and I definitely faced so much sexual harassment when I started. Mm -hmm. And so those words were never said to me directly. So really what a lot of it is, is you think this person can ruin you. And you get afraid that if you speak up, you're going to be ruined. When in actuality, if you took a step back, you're like, this person doesn't really have the power to end me. Mm -hmm. No matter how famous, any if we're talking about just the world of comedy, like, would, would you want to end me performing at the rooms that are your favorite rooms? You're going to call every comedy club and tell them that they can't book me? Like, it's like, uh-huh. it's yeah. not really that the power that they have is that, that power that you give them in your mind of if I speak up, I'm screwed. And that's a big thing that I think we need to discuss with just amongst women that needs to be discussed. Like, yeah. it's okay to speak up. Boogie, it's man. It's not boogie. And, and the, the truth is, a lot, all of us, right? I've been in the presence of Shantae and I've heard somebody say something totally inappropriate to her um, with regards to her sexuality and sexual, I mean, they're always sexualizing Shantae, right? Who's a lesbian. But that's why I will say I respect this younger generation because they're burning it down. They don't give a fuck. And they're like, oh, you don't want to tell? All right, I'm going to tweet this month. Look, he he sent me his dick. I'm not. <laughs> I did forward a dick pic. I got a dick pic from some open micer in Atlanta and I sent it to all the club uh, bookers there. I was like, Marcy, just in case, here's this guy kid's dick. Just put him on your stage. You shut them down. So shut them down immediately. Oh, well, that's more like no perfect control. That was good. You did you did the world a favor. Wasn't that great? Oh, send him to all of them. Here's this kid's dick. Imagine <laughs> we did that one. What? what? when somebody sends you a dick pic right and people are like it's not a big deal but it is because somebody who will send the, a picture of their dick to somebody unsolicited don't know it's the beginning right yeah. it's the beginning of a fucking predator because you don't look i was on the the fuck i was going I to the freeway. <laughs> I, I, I was on the freeway i mean on the subway going to the stand and this dude that was sitting on in, in the train kept looking at me, right? He kept looking up, kept looking up, kept looking up. And I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't know, this, you might want to stab me from the Young Turks. I don't know the whole time. As soon as I got off the train, I got an airdrop from a number I didn't know. It was a dick pic, because I had fucked up and left my airdrop open, because they do that in New York. Oh yeah, random all day. Yeah. And I was like, he looked crazy, right? And I was thinking, that's that's somebody who will rape somebody. If he thinks it's okay, to send you a picture of his dick, he, he's no boundaries. That, that's I think it's, no so, it's so funny how they think their dicks are so valuable. <laughs> Only 4% of women climax from pure penetration alone. 
Their dicks don't even. I don't do know why y'all won't come to the side, ladies. I don't know why y'all still messing with that bullshit. Statistics show that most of us come on this way. Statistics show that lesbians are always like, I don't. You know, y'all heard the stats, right? Why are you still over there? <laughs> you said what? You heard the stats? The lesbians have been saying for years. I've heard the same stats that April said. Four percent. Four percent. I know. And when and I have said to men, you know, I've read less than thirty-seven percent of women climax through intercourse. Yeah. And they're all like, they all, get that, they all get that face like, "Well, she ain't had me." I'm like, dude, she it's has. Not she ain't had that much. There's bad women too. From sure. Pure wait, 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 April, you first, what? No, I was just going to say from pure, like, just meow, 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 pounding it out, they're 4%. That's it. That's all they got is a four. It's a failing grade. Yeah. It's a fucking fail. <laughs> well, that's why they bitches, and that's why there's SVU, because this is, they are angry. They're really <laughs> oh, so angry. Jackie, um, I wait, say, Shantae, you they, said they're bad women, too. What does that mean? Oh, I'm just saying there's bad women in bed, too, that don't know how to uh, do certain things. They think they do. But you like, hey, this ain't, um, um, this ain't a lottie pop. Uh, even like it, and then you bite. Like, what are you doing? They are, the amount of women I've come across who have never had orgasm. I didn't know that that would be a thing. Like, like, at all? At all? At all. And they're sexually active. No. And there were some producers at some radio show I did, and the topic was orgasms. The host never has them. The two producers in the back room never have them. Why wouldn't they go to the bathroom and masturbate quick and figure it out? And I said, if you're having all this sex and and you're not coming, essentially you're just letting a man exercise on top of you. You're just getting your conception. Horrible. I would say that Obviously, if these people never had orgasms, in my mind, I'm like, well, they never masturbated. They must have never masturbated. No, because, no, like, no. otherwise, you wouldn't know. <laughs> these are the people at road rate. Speaking of women, I've heard of a lot of women who don't, they don't masturbate. They're not comfortable. I mean, you, you got to be vulnerable to have sex. But some of the nuns masturbate. You can't even be vulnerable <laughs> alone in a room. You'd be surprised. I, this, this, this whole this thing got very serious really quickly. And I'm glad though, because I'm always, I have no, I've never really discussed this stuff outside of a quiet text and I'm not around these guys. Like, like if we were in LA, the amount of stage time that has opened up. Okay. Oh, it's exciting. <laughs> no! Isn't it exciting? <laughs> if the Laugh Factory was open with all these guys being picked off one by one, we'd be, <laughs> we would be there every night. <laughs> but you know damn well they'll all be back. Nobody gives a shit. I think it says so much about how people feel about women. There's not, you yeah. think they're not coming back in a few months? They're going to take their break and people are going to welcome them back with open arms. Mm-hmm. They're not yeah. the, the, prob- the problem with stand-up is there is no union, right? So there is no, they're not beholden to the Hollywood. They can go do their own shows. They can rent drive-in theaters, do yeah. their own comedy shows and the people who think like them will show up that's why comedy is an you know it's an animal unto itself so even if they they don't have their tv shows their tv shows got canceled they still they're gonna are gonna make work. one <laughs> yeah, they're, not, they're gonna work because they could do it their own tv show and put it on youtube and people gonna watch depending it's, on it's, the uh, followers yeah. and fans they've amassed yeah totally 
there's no no to your point what you said earlier i just want to commend you for putting me and gina on this two puerto ricans on one because every show of one puerto rican maximum they act like we are the same person and they're like oh my god we can but isn't she puerto rican You got a whole different name and life, a whole different a whole, whole different thing. I don't we have the both of us yeah. on a black hole might form somewhere. As, as progressive as as it seems like it might be wanting to be, Booker's I still hear them like, Well, Jackie, we had Coco Brown last month. And I'm like, That's great. You can still have Yamanika. Yeah, Coco Brown. <laughs> and then like <laughs> And I'm trying, I don't know when this is, do you think it's going to change? First of all, who here has gone back on the road, had road gigs? Anybody gone back? I just got back. I just got back and it was pretty terrifying. I'm terrified every time I get back. The one airport lounge had three people at LAX at seven in the morning, which is pretty damn depressing. There were three humans, including a bartender. Uh-huh. Um, and then it's just sad. That. It's sad. And I feel like a lot of these independent clubs aren't going to be around anymore. It's like their capacity until there's a, uh, a vaccine is 50. It's like, well, who can maintain paying, you know, to keep a staff and to keep their mortgages with, 50 people a show it's pretty sad terrifying i got two offers today and i i'm not even joking this is not a joke i promise you i turned the paper upside down because i was like i'm not reading this right (laughs) 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 there's no way this is a serious offer they want me to pay to do stand up i don't even like these people that much they were not the clubs that were like good yeah they, Are you they hit me with that scam. The uh, send me five thousand, I'll send you. <laughs> they sent me the offer, and I'm like, what? so they probably like who the people we want to die. Like who the people we don't care if they die. <laughs> Send her an offer. I, when I tell you, I was like, I can't do this. Like, they, they, are you? This is so. It's and I get it. Fifty people, but. Go book, tell the people that you book over us all the time to mm-hmm. go do clubs for you now. Let them mm-hmm. go do for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very right. happy now when you wouldn't book us when shit was good. So right. I feel for some of them clubs. All right. I'm like, well, shit, I can pack it out with 50 people now. <laughs> I will sell when out six shows. You're going to have to add another one now. <laughs> Yo, when it was a thousand, that was different. You know, now. I'm going to be a killer. I'm going to be a fire hazard during COVID-19 time. Hold oh, out. You can book a venue, though. You can book a venue now. Yeah. Because, because the situation is so bad. You could book your own venue and and collect, you know, the the whole dollars from the fifty people. <laughs> Yo, how bad is karma that they went from being all this to like now they're renting their space like Squarespace is like twenty five dollars an hour. They are fucking renting this shit out now to us. Yeah. I wanted to call this the the they ready last comic standing reunion, and I guess it is. It's still, you know. <clears throat> I have a question. Three, 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 three. Oh, you got that. Uh, <laughs> I, I always have a cough. You know why? Because I, I, I don't talk a lot during the day and I keep doing all these Zooms at night. So by the time I sign off, I'm like, <laughs> hi, guys. <laughs> First time talking all day. Give me a minute. I'm trying to get this shit out. 
the last water the last special i watched was uh gina i want to know when you're special the first time you watched it did you cry like what was your what was your name what does that feel like um well for the very first special i did for the very first special i did specifically speaking i did cry when i watched it after i saw Mm -hmm. the credits roll i um i kind of took a step back and i was like it was i mean the first special i did was like i mean that was 17 years or 15 years at that point 15 years of hard work finally in a special so for me it was like a moment of like I sat back and I cried because I was like, yo, I did that. I like, I was one of those rare moments where, you know, we all, we also get used to the, um, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next project? What's the next thing? And we don't often get to take a step back and be like, yo, I did that. Like I, I did that. And I deserve a little props from myself for doing that with the floor is lava. When it was done, um, it was such a moment of pride because I only had, five months to work on the special Dude, that's not enough <laughs> that's crazy of non-stop insane work and that's why when y'all when i watched all of y'all nobody flubbed nobody stuttered yeah. nobody dropped anything everything it was cause i'm like <laughs> how many times did you guys go through these goddamn sets because i'm sitting there like she didn't stutter there's not one slip up she didn't miss a comma and five uh, months was was five months that- five months of non-stop work five months of me learning how to ask for help instead of trying to do everything myself mm. uh, and so when that special was was done and I saw the finished product and when it came out I was so happy because creatively too I had so much say everything from the the stage lights the stage design um, to my outfit I mean I handpicked my off by my favorite one of my favorite stylists and there wasn't a piece of lint on that bad boy uh, no no um <laughs> there was not we not. made sure we made sure the lipstick mm-hmm. the hair everything like uh-huh. hair was done by my actual hair girl yeah. my makeup was done by my home girl jenna who's my roommate now who did my makeup for has done my makeup for television before yeah. my girlfriend Catherine, she helped me design the set and pick the, the lights and the colors and everything so when i saw that all come together it was like damn that yeah. was like we did that it went from like yeah. i did that to like we did that like look yeah. what we pulled off and that was incredible i can't wait for the next one i just want everything to be fixed so i can set up another one or right. hopefully have that same experience look if jim gaffigan can put out an amazon special every thursday because <laughs> what the fuck it is true though doesn't it seem like they get specials monthly and we're like oh. I don't know I thought I might get one in four years we'll see what happens <laughs> yeah. anyway okay uh, April where how'd you feel the first time you saw have, have you had one before this one or is the first one uh, no it was the first one and when Ida called me to tell me it was happening I, I feel like I was on a long drive through somewhere kind of gross <laughs> I just started uh-huh. Just weeping, just wild, wild weeping. Really? Uh, yeah. Like I, I feel like sometimes you just work so hard, and by the time you get something in the business, it's always like five to six years past the point that you felt like you deserved something. <laughs> oh God! Uh-huh. And you're like, oh God, we're here. Like you, or you start to believe that it's never gonna happen. I feel like 
right at the point you're like at your final bragging point like ready to throw in the towel the industry is like ah here you go right <laughs> we like, smelled right, a little weakness going. there you go whenever i've yeah. been like laying on my bed like literally crying like i'm not sure i want to do this anymore i get an email or a text so, mm-hmm. something small it's nothing that big but it's okay. always something where it's just it's always like, enough it's enough to be like, okay, God, I see what I see what you did. I was yeah. dump out the window, but you said do it tomorrow. Don't do it today. <laughs> <laughs> and go ahead, keep going. You were no, I was just gonna say it was also really satisfying to do it with friends, like to see because uh, everybody had a really wonderful set and everybody was really supportive, and it was just like a really nice experience to see. Like you can't, they can't say women aren't funny when there's you know, all of these women that are all so solid, you mm-hmm. can't say like, oh, one's just an anomaly. You're like, no, it's all, mm-hmm. all of them. Every goddamn one. Whenever I, <laughs> whenever I produce or put on a, a stand-up show, I, I try to make it all females and the audiences always leave talking to me, the host and the booker, like, I didn't know I'd have so much fun or mm-hmm. we, we need to see more of these or thank you. The appreciation in their eyeballs. Like, they, like yeah. they didn't know they could go to a show anywhere where every female would be a fucking beast. Yeah. Uh, so one of the most ignorant things I've ever <laughs> heard before is someone said to me, how is it possible that an all-female lineup could be consistently funny? And I remember looking back and going, have you ever asked yourself that question about an all-male lineup? No. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How is any lineup consistently funny? <laughs> no. They're not all consistently funny. Oh. Calm down, Gina, calm down. I know, right? She's insufferable. You sit, I remember, you sit through, I sat through this show at the, in Hollywood Improv, and in the middle of the show, my daughter gets up and she goes, Mom, is this a comedy show? Oh. <laughs> I was like, she, because she brought her friends. And I said, what do you mean, Kayla? We're at the improv. She said, I'm not trying to be funny, but is it like a, is it like a one person? Like, it was an, <laughs> it was an alternative. It was an alternative. Oh, it's an Aldi night. Yeah. So she thought she was like, um, she was like, no, I thought maybe they were just doing like some, you know, like some uh, abstract art on stage. I said, no, no, they stand ups. They got, they, your mama in the audience, they on the stage. We watch <laughs> right. they, You know what I, I feel like if you want to be consistently smarter in the room, why don't they go and work in a think tank? Like, there's a lot of world problems that could be solved. Like, if you, right. if you don't want to write a joke. And you know why? And also, the, the improv in particular, because they always have shows with so many comics on them. Mm-hmm. I did a show one time where I went, I was me and Tom Segura in the back, waiting to go up, watching the show together, standing by the door, where you know you shouldn't stand, but I always stand and block the fucking servers because I don't want to sit down. And I go, I get, an, I get <clears throat> introduced, I go up, have a really good set. When I come back, Tom is like, damn, I wasn't going to do a real set. But now, mm-hmm. and, I'm like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, do you, I'm like, you realize that I don't have that option? Yes, right. That luxury. The room is packed. I am a regular, been a regular for years. I still cannot get up on that stage and be like, let me try this shit out. I can try mm-hmm. one. I can't yeah. try 12 minutes. Of, but if they don't laugh, I'll, they won't have me back. Yeah. Right, right. And I'm like, the amount of male comedy don't understand. I'm like, you understand that I'm always good because I have to be good all the time. Yeah. Otherwise, my spots will disappear. All right, all right. But Ida, I wanted to ask you, when, how did you feel when you finished 
your special, where were you when you, did you, did you watch with your family for the first time or did you? I watched it in New York with uh, the comedians with, I watched oh. it at the dance. Um, you, you watched it for the first time in front of other comics? Yeah, I was petrified. Um, Yamanika actually talked about it the other day. She said, you know, I can't believe you did that because she said she was nervous because she was like, she, you know, Yamanika doesn't miss words. She was like, Lord Jesus, don't let this be some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> she said the same thing to me about America's Got Talent. She was like, I can't believe you did that shit. Like it was a, like it was a dare. Right. right. She was like, you know, cause she said, I sat and watched Zainab, Yamanika, um, Derek was there, Monroe. Like a lot of the people I did last time, Sandy was my friends. Like, yeah. But uh, Chris Red was there. Like, it was like you know about thirty to forty comedians that were in there, and I would I didn't laugh at all. Like the whole time I was like this because I felt. First of all, I don't like to watch myself. It made me feel uncomfortable. Um, really? I felt very vulnerable. Yeah. I don't like to. Yeah. I love and to watch myself. I'm not actually even watching myself. Mm -hmm. Oh, it feels so weird. And then it's even weirder to watch people watch you. Yeah. Because some people can't can't take the and, and listen, I know the difference between somebody thinking that something is not funny, and I know the difference between somebody hating on me because they mad that they didn't get that spot. Yeah. <laughs> and I was in the middle of all of that, right? So I'm that's why I was thinking, I'm like, you're in the middle of so many emotions that you can't hear. But you just know exists. You know what it is? Um, I, I don't know. Like, for me, I understand that. I think all of us have those feelings of why not me? Because that's just a normal reaction for human yeah. beings. I mean, people at, in corporate America, like, why that bitch got the promotion? I've been working for, you know, and we direct the animus towards the other artists, which is mm -hmm. really the industry where we should be directing it. But I, um, I genuinely get happy when I see... Uh, like it's, people win. Like when I Tiffany cry popped, all the time. Meets when Tiffany blew up. I was mm -hmm. jealous, but I wasn't jealous because she made it. I was. I got mad because I saw this bitch making collard greens with Taylor Swift, and I was like, "That ain't your friend." <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you doing with Taylor Swift? How dare you make collard greens? <laughs> what the fuck is it? That's what made right. me. I, and I, I, I told her. She knows. I publicly said it. I've admitted to it. I felt left behind from her, but I, w I didn't want her not to win. I just, I want everybody to win, right? That's yeah. my natural, like, I was like, I, I want them all, I want everybody to win. But that shit is weird to sit there and watch yourself because you know that me who, I've been doing stand-up the least always in the group, right? Than everybody else. I've all, on Last Comic Standing, I have been doing stand-up for six years. So there are so many people who are resentful towards me because I got a spot that they feel like you have to put the years in for that spot. Mm -hmm. And listen, I don't make the decisions, but I'm not going to turn down an opportunity. Right. I mean, like, right oh, now, I'm, no. Yeah. No, I need not, another I'm 20 years. Hold ready. on. <laughs> not even not ready. No, not my turn. No, but uh, I have that, right? Like when they were doing uh, that Comedy Central show many years ago and I Jackie, you and I had just been started doing stand-up. I, I was like, I'm not doing that because I'm not ready to do that. I don't want to yeah. fail. But yeah. but the, the other thing, there are some people who it's not going to take 20 years. You know, there are some people who've been doing the same shit for 20 years mm -hmm. expecting different results. Mm -hmm. yeah. And 
You know, this shit, shit is changing. Pete everything. Davidson blew up in a year and a half, two years. Who? Pete, Pete Davidson. Davidson. Oh yeah. But didn't he have SNL already? Uh two years and then uh, there, there uh, are SNL things that there are things that I've got that I didn't get that I'm like, I would have fucked that up. I remember when they brought back uh-huh. Def Jam for 35 minutes. Uh <laughs> And I was so, was it Def Jam? It was Def Jam and then it was the other one. Comic View. Yes. Ooh, the, Which one comic, was first? Comic I think Comic Def, View. Yeah, Comic, comic View. Comic no, View. Def Jam, when they brought Def Jam with Mike Epps was first. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I think they were talking about, they were auditioning. And I, I'll tell you now, at that time, I felt ready. I wasn't ready, but I felt ready. <laughs> and, and they didn't, no one looked for me to ask me to audition nothing. And I was... I was bitter. And then I, and I look back now, I'm like, I was not, I did not have the confidence to pull off a Def Jam crowd. And mm. the mm. crowd watching at home. Because it's not just, you know, in, in the room, you might do okay, but then everyone else is talking like, what the fuck? Who was that? And they're at home. I wanted to make people at home and in the room. But when they brought back Comic View, was that the one that came back for a minute that Amber was the... the uh, it was like a, a day. One? That one, mm. and I'm, I'm still bitter. I not not a narrative <laughs> soul asked me to come audition. I'm like, how you ask every black woman, anybody with melanin in their skin, audition? And you were like, but don't ask Jackie. So, <gasps> and how what I would have done, I have no idea. My thing has always been, give me the same chance to bomb and fuck up that everybody else gets. Right. Because you know, I mean, I'm like, I'm not worrying about whether I'm ready. Let me learn. And, you know, a hard head right. off mine. I wish I had my six month confidence. Like when I was a year in, I just believed I was going to make it. I wrote some of the craziest letters to agents that you would ever read. Really? I was like, yeah, I was like, this gravy train's taking off, choo choo, all aboard, (laughs) next stop, money town. Did I you did. I was like, I'm, I, I remember, I was like, I, I'm looking for somebody who's willing to work as hard for me as I work for myself. If that's you, call me. If not, oh! don't worry. Others will. Wow. <laughs> and I, got so <laughs> I got so many meetings, and then I lost that confidence with that crazy oh! letter. <laughs> three minutes of material. WME didn't sign you up right away? No, but I had all, like, a crazy, like, more meetings than anybody should have had with... <laughs> Two and a half solid mediocre minutes. That's so funny. <laughs> oh God! I wish See, I still had that confidence though. Like, do you ever look at somebody? You and I talk about this, April. You ever see somebody that has confidence that you don't even know where they quite get it from, but you wish you had that, like that blind. Like, yeah. Yeah. People and they are like. And I'm like, where did, how do you do that? Like, where does that come from? I need, I need those. Always I need hearing that. ghost laughter. I need. People that get off stage and I'm like, they heard a lot of ghost laughter because they always believe they killed. It's, and you're it's like, just ridiculous. And then they get off stage and their friends are like, good set. And I'm sitting there like, no, it wasn't in my head. And like, and right, like, bro, that was so funny. You didn't hear what I heard? That wasn't, all right. But, but then, you know yeah. what? The the funny thing is I have more confidence when I have more friends in the audience. So if if I'm if I have like, you know, you if I have you guys, you know what I mean? Like usually Ida and April, like especially when we was doing our sh- uh the the they ready thing, if they're in the audience and I'm saying a joke and I think it's funny, I can see 
it's a certain feeling that I just feel like whether it's not funny or it is, then they understand. Yeah. Versus just being in a room with comedians that hate. Like I know that when they laugh at my bomb, it comes from <laughs> a genuine place. Yeah. I've heard that before that some guy kind of was saying he misses bombing in front of his friends. And yeah. I was like, what? And he goes, there's a certain, if, you, if, if they're your friends that yeah, you really love and who love you and you bomb, it's hilarious. It's yeah. different. And I feel like, like when my family used to come to the, uh, they, I remember in the beginning, they would pop up sometimes. And I remember being on stage and being so nervous and, and uh, getting stuck in the middle of my joke and they yell out, what else? Or they say something that <laughs> makes me go, oh shit. And the fact that you get to work that shit out on stage and people just call out, that was so dope to me. Mm. When, where were you when your when your special came out? Did you watch it in front of all eight thousand weigh-ins? Or oh nah, sure didn't. <laughs> I uh, what did I? Oh, you know what? I I, I blacked out at a, a premiere <laughs> thing that was for me. I uh, took lots of pictures, but uh, I shall never post because I was man. <laughs> I had my homegirl got me the whole uh, drop screen and stuff that says Shantae Wayans, they uh -huh. ready. Let's fact that all my pictures was like. <laughs> <laughs> were you but, on the floor or were you standing up? No, I wasn't on the floor. I made it, but I just, I, I had so much fun. And I, I was so nervous because it was like a bunch of, you know, it was like, it was like having gay celebrities there. And then, you know, my brother came and just a bunch of people were coming that I didn't think would show up. And it was a uh, great night. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just, I just had a great time, but I was so nervous. Like I didn't want to, I don't like watching myself either. So I kind of stayed outside or yeah. went in the back, how but much, it was fun. It was many, interesting to watch who gave me a standing ovation though. And I ain't gonna mm -hmm. never forget. Uh, when you was uh, there? It was a majority. No, I'm talking about when we did the screening, like the majority of the stand-up comedians stood up for me and it was interesting to watch who did not stand up. Ooh, yeah. that's yeah. where the tea is. That's the tea conversation later. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what's funny? Like, I I don't I, I don't participate in that. Like for me, you know, like if Gina does something, that moves us forward, right? Yep. Yeah. As a, not just as a woman, you know, as a but as a Puerto Rican, because when you look at comedy, it's always so Mexican. And when it comes to the Latin space, there, you don't ever see anybody that's like doing it up here. Nope. You, don't, you don't have a George Lopez. You two right? are it. You two are actually it. Freddie Prince is dead. So, you know, like there's no, we don't Damn, have that's it. crazy. We don't. And then. And, Muslim, and, uh, sorry, John. Uh, like, was that was Colombian. He's not Puerto Rican. So, yeah. and he's not a stand-up comedian either. He's a, he's a. Oh, he did a one-man show. I was thinking like. But the thing is, we don't have it. And, we, and in terms of women, we really don't have any woman that's yeah. broken the ceiling, right? Angela Johnson has probably been the most successful in terms of big following and working in those spaces. Yeah. We don't have that as Latin women. You think I'm going to sit there and be like, oh, Gina got something, Christella got bitch go like they yeah. need to be here we exist we can't have george lopez and fluffy tell all the stories right really? <laughs> there's a whole different perspective of women that you never hear so 
there are little girls and young girls who want to be comedians who don't see a reflection of themselves. And so how could you sit there and be like, I, I, fuck it, I want all of us to win. I would love to look around and see a sea of women occupying the space than to be always feel outnumbered by a bunch of dudes. Right. Yeah. That's why every now and then when I do a show and a, a female comes by herself and I, and I see it, I literally got to keep from crying in the middle of performing. Cause I'll, and then I'll, and if it's if it's crowd work time, I'll stop and I'll I'll be like, did you come alone? And she'll be like, yep, this happy crying <laughs> and and I don't want to yep. cry. Like, why don't I'm like because she's like I don't get to see this much, you know. There's, I, there's three, there's, there's four people online on Netflix. I've seen them all already, you know. So this this club is here in my neighborhood, and the, you're the the first woman they've had all year. That's what's amazing when staff says that, like, oh, this is the first mm -hmm. one. I'm like, just excited to see a woman. Like, we haven't seen one. You're like, how is that possible from yeah, feature like, to headliner to MC? Mm -hmm. You guys haven't had. You're like, I'm here for the Christmas show. You haven't had any bitches all year long? And they're like, well, why, why don't I take screenshots <laughs> the and send them show. to each other? Yeah, we how do. Many, how many screenshots? 72 weeks. I, I took them. I sent them to Ida. How many? 72 weeks. There were two women. One was a medium. You had to talk to the fucking dead to get stage time. <laughs> the fuck. I have been in the, in the office. They got a two woman minimum. Yeah. I've been oh. in the office, you know, after your weekend's over to get the check. <laughs> and I sat at the, at the desk of the, the club owner or booker. And one guy had the whole calendar on the wall above the, the the flat part of the desk. And I read, through, I read through all of them. All I saw was Jackie Cation was there for a Thursday. And that oh, was wow. it. And I was like, dude, I'm looking at your whole year on the wall. Once I leave, that's it. <laughs> right, from every uh, stage of his, every decade. Yeah. And then and they always say to me, they always say to me, well, if you know some, feel free to. I was like, why? Every, I gotta come back every year to remind you that I've, I've already referred to you. I referred right. Laura Kil Lori Kilmartin 11 times. Right. You can, you can email how, me. What's going on? Wait, how about I used to hate going to clubs and, and I'm like featuring and I've been trying to get in it, but then I see a name of, on the wall of somebody that like started a month ago. I'm like, or, I just. Or somebody who won Star <laughs> Search in 1990. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, still has a flashlight on stage. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what if he's, he wants to make sure it doesn't get dark, April, so he can see. <laughs> There's actually more than one flashlight comic. I, I hate you up. so much. It was still worth it. So. It was still worth it. Shine April. Have to be in New York where they don't play that shit. Where yeah, you oh. show up to the to the comedy club with your with your CD for your music and they throw that shit out the club. <laughs> they be like, yeah, looking like Latifah and set it off, throwing that shit out. We don't do that. <laughs> 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 Ninja stars just chunking everybody. They will let out. you have it. They'll boo you. Uh, we got <laughs> April knows we got to, we got to do uh, we got tricycles and shit in uh, <laughs> the the tricycle is the is it. That What's tricycle? that? What's the tricycle? The, the comedian with the tricycle. Oh, uh, did I ever see him? <laughs> oh, Whoa! April. Yes, he is he a tall white guy? There. Is he a tall yeah, white guy? You're a white cycle. Quiet. I meant unicycle. I meant unicycle. 
You just like, is it a tall, what tall white guy with brown hair? She's like <laughs> on a dinosaur. What? <laughs> everybody was like, everybody was like, let's not tell her she's crazy. <laughs> you're in a cycle. You're in a cycle. Is it a tall white guy with brown hair? It's, isn't it always? <laughs> when you hear unicycle, isn't it always that? Oh, that was perfect. Uh, <laughs> who else would it be? Who else would it be? A Latino? That they'd be crazy. Say the term or not? What the fuck you bring a mic up here? I know. Oh my god. Okay. Do you do you ladies have any dates coming up? What's going on? Are you going out? I have a Tampa date that's been on the books, but. I mean, I feel like I'm just, I'm heading into the epicenter. <laughs> I'm Rona. Is it I'm still, is it still hot in Florida? It's still hot in Florida? I don't, I don't know. No, I just know I come back and I'm scared and I stay in my apartment for two weeks like a lunatic and I, I don't know why, but I do, I do miss stage. Like it was nice to get some laughter in five months of I being read, inside. I read the CDC is not making the quarantine when you travel, when you get back a, uh, requirement although they're, they're not enforcing it they can't tell you to go I, home and don't leave for two weeks but it's no i just longer... i'm not okay. just i'm just not going to see the elderly i feel like i'm not i'm not hanging out with my mom or yeah just staying inside as much as i can if i was in la in my one bedroom apartment alone during all of this i would have been back on the road at the end of march yeah i'd have been like i'm not touching anybody it don't matter <laughs> But because I'm around all these people who, you know, I, I live with that demographic and that if they get it, you know, they could die in two two days or two months. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I'm but I'm more careful than they are. My mother goes to the store daily to buy bullshit. She goes yeah. comes back with two potatoes, a can of Sprite. Uh? She don't know what essential means. But any uh Ida, anything? Not two potatoes <laughs> and a sprite. Yeah, she comes back <laughs> with with two groceries. Cause you know what? this. They gotta go out. You know, old, older people. What will kill them yeah. is taking away all their routine. Right. We right. Like, though we just we feel it's hard to be locked up. Like the it's it's people undermine how it affects it, it affects the mm -hmm. psyche. Like my I my body, my top of my body, <laughs> Sam Jackson. And the bottom of my body is Zoe Kravitz. Do you understand? <laughs> I like uncooked chicken from the waist down. It's really hard not to get. I go sit on my porch and oh, like a rotisserie chicken. Only the top part. Of my body. <laughs> it's hard. Like I want to go. I want to go outside. I want to hug people. I wanna, yeah. I want some normalcy. It's, this shit is. Hard. I'll tell you. I went to Texas last week. I did a show with Tiffany, and it was the airport was scary because. You can tell that a lot of those people were wearing masks because they had to, not because they believe it's real. Yeah. So the masks are mm -hmm. here, their nose is out. It was, it was, it was horrific. It was terrible. Just traveling, the airport was packed in Houston. I was like, y'all didn't get the memo. Like, <laughs> where are y'all going? Like, yeah. it was, it was, and but it was fun to perform. But even after the show, I felt like a like an asshole because people were like. Can we take pictures and can we? And I was like, I, yeah. I got oh, no. They they all still like, want, they all still want pictures. When they like you, they don't remember any, the pandemic is irrelevant. If they want, I got this from Ida. They're right. They're all I'm around. Like, bitch, to you, I'm the elderly. You trying to kill me? <laughs> right, I do. Right. <laughs> 
but it's I have a date. Uh, I'm going to the House of Comedy in Arizona, October 8th through the 10th, and then I'm supposed to do the Yonkers Comedy Club in New York, September, the last weekend of September. Oh, okay. But all depending. I, I can come see. I'm here. <laughs> well, it's all depending on how it how goes. This in the air every day. They've been doing the shows <laughs> in the the central Central Park shows, Santa New York. In the Central Park. The Central. The Central Park <laughs> has been having Central. shows. Stand Up New York has been doing them. And the Great Lawn. I didn't do Central Park when I lived here. People who are from here give a shit about, you know, monuments or whatever. But I went to do a show first time in Central Park, me. Actually in the park. And this big ass lawn might have been a thousand people. I might have counted like six masks. They were treating it like it was like, like, they, like they were back. In a they were outside though. They were outside, but they were still on blankets in clusters, playing uh -huh. all the sports, kids running around, dogs. I'm like, is the pandemic not in the park? Because <laughs> y'all should be free. Y'all should start telling people that then. Yeah. <laughs> Put a sign when we get in here that, that this is pandemic free. Because I'm, on my way here, that's why I stayed in. Like, I, I go out now all the time. but I'm And I don't do a good job. My first show was at that show at the brewery here in Queens. And PD, you know PD, Gina, he booked it. He I, booked I don't think we've met. But, brew. but I, as soon as I got there and I saw Monroe Martin, I hugged everyone. Like I, like, I didn't even try. I hugged, side hugged. But then eventually side hug became front talking to how are you, to are you working? Every show I've done, I have broken the, the rules. Because you're you excited to see somebody. You're excited yeah. to see people. You want to be hugged and to give hugs. Some Artie Fuqua hugged me for like three minutes. <laughs> we were like so happy to be in the embrace of another body. You know, yeah. so I'm not doing, I'm, I'm healthy. I mean, I have a call. I always have a call. That's besides the point. The point is, I don't know how to follow the rules. So I, I yeah. want this to go away. Because I, I, when I do these Zoom shows and they're like, how are you? I'm like, I want to tell you I'm doing okay, but it's not every day. Every yeah. day is not okay. And it's yeah. not all day. Like in the morning, I might be like, this is going to be it. And come three o'clock, I'm like, I really am not going to make it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to make it through this one. After. I know. And then when the sun go down, I'm like, I want to go outside. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nowhere to go. And you realize that it doesn't matter what day it is, because it's not going to make a difference. No. <laughs> you know, like before you used to look to forward to the weekend, but you're yeah. like, oh, it's pandemic Friday. This yeah. means, <laughs> it means nothing. Be, you know what I mean? Like nothing is going to happen. It's the same shit. It's going to be, you, you, you know, I'm like sending messages to them. Like, y'all want to do Zoom? Y'all want to hop on? Yeah. Hop on Zoom real quick. And Shante are watching, uh, we watching a TV show together on Facebook. I mean, we FaceTime and watch yeah. the show. Aww. I cuddle with her at night. Did not, we make bad decisions and we can't make bad decisions. <laughs> you can't even make bad decisions. And quarantine. Yeah. quarantine. You can definitely get some quarantine dick. Which yes, you know yes. I know people that have done it. It's happened, yes. I know some girls who have gone on some dates and they're like, and the look in the face when they tell me, I'm like, you know, you shouldn't. And she's like, I know I shouldn't, but I'm still going. Yeah, I, I went. On, I went on a date. I was so de desperate. I, I downloaded an app. I did a three day trial and canceled it the next day. Did you after meet I him? went on it, I did him? meet somebody. Yeah, 
So, are you dating her now? <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm I felt, hanging in there. I felt bad because uh, nah, she just basically it felt like she 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 was somebody who was of color who grew up around a bunch of white people who went to school and majored in African American studies. <laughs> so part of the date felt like she was trying to prove herself. You got it. There is material here. Please she sounds it. like <laughs> a character from a different world. Like, yeah, no. she was. It was. She was like, I don't know why it's black people when we do this, and I was just like, what? Yo, what is this about? A black Lives Matter date, <laughs> right? She came. She came in with the whole Black Lives Matter hat and had a whole clothing line and. You need to weird. date her just for the material. Please give her two weeks. You don't no, you don't understand this. She tried to get sexual and I was just like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get you out of here. <laughs> <laughs> was she was she trying to appropriate during sexuality stuff? You know what's funny? I being sober, I, I realized the reason that you think about relapses so much, and it's because you feel corny. And if you don't, if you don't accept yourself and love yourself, yeah. you're gonna constantly feel beat up because, you know, just a, a month and a half ago, I would have smashed. You know what I'm saying? I would have, I would have been like, fuck it. Even if I didn't like her, I'd have been like, eh, well, you know, don't, don't me to uh, waste this wine and this food. And now I'm just sitting there, and the whole time I'm like, as soon as I picked her up, I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> Is she beautiful? She was very pretty. Of she was course. pretty. Um, man, I just I, I I felt bad for talking about it. That's that's what this is the sober shot to. I feel bad. No, no, you don't want to talk, talk about, about somebody I'll never talk about again. You don't know. You might end up marrying. No, not at all. No, you don't. April April's husband is over there fucking redesigning the house. And, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got a wallpapering. <laughs> Aww. We've I haven't stopped painting in three weeks. <laughs> so. That's beautiful. How, has it been a year yet? Have you been married a year two yet? Two years. Two years uh, next week. Already two. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Hey, look, they've been through. A... They got. They got. Um. What's, what did? What was it that when they wouldn't let them the in? They got travel um, band. Yeah. yeah. Travel band. He been through a pandemic. They've been through <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Right. <laughs> they've been married. That's why they. The funny thing is he was scared because he's an immigrant that he was going to get when we went down to March. He was scared because he doesn't have his, his papers yet. Oh, <laughs> he was I, like, I, I'm all for it, but. Yeah, oh. he's like, I. Uh. He's like, honey, if, if I get detained, I'm going home. He's like, no, put me exactly. on FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay your ass at home and FaceTime. And Gina, Gina, where's the baby? Gina, where's the baby? Where's the baby? Gina, yeah, where's, the baby? where's the baby? Get out of here. Can he make an appearance? Is he asleep? I'll see if he's awake. Oh, and April. Hold on. Oh, go, I see him. April, this is for you. Puppy, 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 puppy. Hello. That's for you, April. There are these two women that... When is he going to play with Tom Lickles? You can come get him, or we'll we'll meet up whenever. Don Nichols is a snob. What? What? Don Nichols is a snob, and he does not like Puerto Rican. That is not <laughs> Don true. Nichols. Wait, hold on. <laughs> come here, buddy. Come here. Oh my God. Oh is my Don? God. Oh. 
Why does he sound so fat? What are you doing? Everybody's baby. Jack, you want to see? Let me see. What's his name? Jason, everybody. Where Jason? Hi, Google Face. Why are you a grown man? He's sitting there just like. Does he sleep so at night? To see Gina, because Gina's so hard. And she I know. Like, I know she does. Like, she looked like, I'm not going to cry. No, yeah, this is this is my baby. You see him? All right. <laughs> ah, hey, yo, honey, take him back. I'm going to cry. Do you breastfeed, Gina? I do, yeah. Aww. Yeah, Gina, you do. <laughs> you and it's called a thug. A baby's a thug whisperer. It's a thug <laughs> whisperer. Up, April, so I can take a picture. What? Hold on, Lickles up. Oh, oh it's sad. Gosh. All I got this baby in an old womb. <laughs> so, Gina, that's so funny. Yay! He's so adorable. <laughs> oh wait, I want to get him. Ah. Get you whatever you would feel like self-conscious to do this because you're a comic and i'm just so glad that we can be like just yeah now that they're gutting out and getting rid of the trash that we could do just be we can be women and be comics yeah i don't want you have a baby for me um my period is on right now and every time i get my period all i do is pray that it's the last one you know what it's funny about that. I did the Stress Factory one show, and I, I was I, I'm not gonna lie, I was drunk and and high, and uh, no. and I talked about my birthday no. just passing and just turning forty nine, and my period is now like a special <laughs> guest, and then I'm like, but it's like a month late, and then I'm thinking, well, am I pregnant? I'm like, my period is not late, it's gone. <laughs> uh, and I was it's like, no, I'm like, no, 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 it's not late, it's over. <laughs> and i have periods like my daughter is like are you okay because i have those horrible horrible periods yeah it's, like, it's the worst it's the worst i'm like when is she gonna end <laughs> you're like you're finished you can go you can go i don't want any more kids be cool man i'll take april, care of them April, you want to have a baby? You want to have baby? I want one, but I got a real rancid old womb. <laughs> and Shantae. Oh, it doesn't matter. Shantae, you still want to have a baby, don't you? I want a baby, but I want a baby to have a baby for me, too. I thought you well, wanted to be pregnant. I do, but then I was thinking I'm going to have to protect her during the zombie apocalypse, so she's going to have to have it so I can go out there and go out there and just make sure she's safe and protected. Plus, I don't like pain. So I really don't want to have a baby. That's what up, man. Hey, good job. Good job. Good job. <laughs> what up, man? That's way way to be in your kid's life. You know, is it the quarantine? <laughs> you know, quarantine got fellas staying now. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Gina Puerto Rican, that could have been touch or go, but she got right. <laughs> <laughs> way to way to take advantage of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you oh, guys man. got me sad because I I thought I wanted kids and I've had plenty of chances, but you never know. I can still adopt or get knocked up and just be old as hell with a one year old. <laughs> but, <laughs> or you can have it for me. 
Ah, that baby will come out with one eye. You want to try? Ah. <laughs> It'll have one eye and no elbow. It'll just be wrist. I was going to give you one shoulders. of my uncle sperms. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. Oh, look, 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 look. Oh, my you bad. See, Sorry. Let me fix myself. <laughs> I hate you so much. Tell them to holla. <laughs> Changed up real quick. Now Didn't all of a sudden you, you healthy and intact. Didn't I? You know what's funny? I had a really off taste. Didn't do it in public joke. Where when I met Damon Wayne Jr., I kept saying to him, he was like in his early 20s. And I'm like, when you hit 30, I need for you to let me know. And he thought I was joking the whole time. And when he hit 30, I was like, didn't I tell you when you turned 30 to holla? He was like, you were serious? I was like, yes, I was serious. I didn't want to fuck you when you were 23. I wanted you to be 30 at least. You know what's so funny? I told him 35. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no shame. Y'all all all y'all fine. You make bad decisions all the time. I I always tell my family, I say, you know, I'll probably be straight if I wasn't part of this family. Y'all some handsome motherfuckers. <laughs> I, and then the I older definitely... the older I got, the older Damon got, the more I was like, oh, your father's not married? You and your dad. Is that awkward? <laughs> that make you feel Tag awkward. team. Tag team. And they were like, that's gross, Jackie. I'm like, is it? That's, that is very gross that is we would even have this conversation. <laughs> Sorry, I let my demons out. Anyway, I'm going to get out of here. Thank you, ladies, so much. Thank Bye. you. I'm trying to be better with content online. I wanted, I'm part of me wants to just marry a rich guy. And so I don't got to do nothing anymore. I'm tired. I'm trying you to and me both. <laughs> All of Let's go that way. Come on, everybody put they wop, wop, wop together. <laughs> wop, wop. That's the problem, Gina. <laughs> I wanted to say with the whole wop song is that. Younger people don't know that we all love to use our WAP after we finish work and chores and everything is done and put away. We all, I love the song, but then I forget that I'm old enough to differentiate between music and real life. I was talking about work and play, pray. Sorry. Wow. What were you guys talking about? Wow. Do you know what that WAP is? I can pray I with love. my I, I can pray with my pussy. That 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 comes to getting older. <laughs> I'm about to go pray right now. <laughs> All right, ladies. April, Ida, Gina, and Shante, thank you so much. I'm gonna post this whenever, and I'm gonna bother you all again because I'm gonna you know be consistent. Yes. Love you, ladies. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Bye.